It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to another edition of MCM Radio. I am Jimmy Morris at jmorrismcm on Twitter, MuCityMiracles.com at TitansMCM. The Titans uh, pretty much eliminated the Colts yesterday with a 19-10 win at Nissan Stadium. It wasn't pretty. Uh, none of the Titans wins this year so far have been. And Mike Variable said after the game, like, look, this is how we're going to have to win football games this year. And he's right. I mean, this team, for all the flaws that they have, They've won four in a row. They are, I mean, out there scrapping and fighting through every minute of every game. And that may not see, I mean, that may seem like something that you should see from every football team, but it's not. Watch other games on Sundays. You'll see other teams don't play the same way. Other teams get upset, get beat by bad teams. And, and listen, we thought the Titans did that in week one, right, with the Giants. The Giants have only lost one game. They are a better team than we thought they would be. The Titans still should have won that game. It was still a missed opportunity with that with the missed field goal at the end of the game. But the Titans have beaten the teams that were in front of them, even though they were bad. It hasn't been pretty, all that stuff. But the Titans just continue to find a way to win. That's what they're going going to do. The story from the, there's a few stories from this. So number one, Bud Dupree having Bud Dupree back makes all the difference in the world for this defense. Being able to get pressure. On the opposing quarterback makes up for any deficiencies you have in the secondary. Not any deficiencies you have in the secondary, but you saw yesterday the secondary looks okay with a pass rush, right? So as long as the Titans can keep Bud Dupree healthy, this defense is going to be okay, right? I mean, you've got other guys like Simmons went down for a minute yesterday, came back in the game. Hopefully he's okay. They need him out there as well. But if you've got Dupree, Simmons, and Autry, if you've got those three out there, things are going to 
things are going to continue to go pretty well. You've got other guys, Rashad Weaver, Tierra Tart, that can fill in, that can make plays, that are better when the guys around them are really good. They're not going to be stars on their own, but they're really good role players. We've seen that from them. This defense is good with those guys out there. The, the biggest adjustment they made on defense yesterday was Amani Hooker played the slot. Now, we'll see what happens when Elijah Molding comes back. I don't know still how far away from that we are yet because he has not begun to practice. He was around more last week, reporters that were in the locker room said. So he may be getting closer to at least that IR window opening, his practice window opening. Hopefully we see that this week because I think the secondary is better if you can play Amani Hooker and... Kevin Byron back as your safeties, and then you've got your your corners as Roger McCreary, Christian Fulton, and then Molden in the slot. So um, I, I think that that is a better that's a better group than what they've been putting out there. But look, I mean, the the other thing that is just so like whatever typical of a Mike Vrabel team is to have guys come in and step into a role and play. And like and, and play well. And this team, I mean, again, for all of the for all of the deficiencies that they have, for all the things that that they don't do well, they plug in Andrew Adams and he has the game of his life. He has a pick six. He makes big tackles. He's playing safety next to Kevin Byard while Monty Hooker's playing the slot. I mean, like they're able to make those types of adjustments, plug guys in. Guys come in and make plays. We saw it yesterday. I mean, I didn't even know who Andrew Adams was before yesterday. And he comes in and he has a fantastic game. David Long, really good linebacker. Again, another guy that, with with the guys around him being so good, frees him up to do some things. He knows how to make plays. Interception, two games in a row. I mean, a, a guy that is really valuable to this team. So it was good to see that. It was good to see the defense with Bud Dupree back out there looking like what we thought this defense was going to look like coming into the year. Now, we're, you know, we're still not going to get the full effect because Harold Landry's still not there. He's not coming back because he tore his ACL. But the defense is good enough to win games, especially against teams that are not very good, teams that have bad offenses. This defense is good enough to win those types of games. Okay, so th- it's good enough to win the division, right? I mean, you saw the AFC South yesterday. Obviously, Titans beat the Colts. Jaguars lose to the Giants. Texans lose to the Raiders, just creating more space there for the Titans. Titans get the Texans in Houston this upcoming week. It'd be great to go get that win. Hopefully get a 3-0 start there. That'll be a 3-0 start in the division. That'll be fantastic. Okay, offense. You know what? Ryan Tannehill, you, you say what you want about that dude, but he is a – He's a tough, tough player, right? And we know that, and that's what they talk about all the time. And they talk this week so much about the consecutive game started streak and all that kind of stuff. But man, that dude got rolled up on yesterday. Ankle looked bad. I was, I was afraid at first it was a knee. I wasn't as, you know, to go as far as, as our guy on Twitter who, you know, said his season was over with the torn ACL. But um, you know, comes back out of the tent, ankle taped up. Obviously, can't really move. He's at the podium after the game in a walking boot. It'll be interesting to see how he progresses through the week. But the throw he made to Austin Hooper on the last drive to set up the field goal to basically end the game was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Ryan Tannehill, again, like the rest of this team, has his deficiencies. We know what they are. We have spent so much time talking about them. But that dude has been a really, really good player for this franchise. He's probably what the third best quarterback in franchise history don't come at me with him versus McNair I'm, I'm not going to put him over McNair I just I'm not going to do it but you got Warren Moon you got Steve McNair you got Ryan Tannehill 
right? I mean, that, that like, and, you know, I, I think we take it for granted a little bit just how valuable he's been for this group. And, again, I say John Robinson, if he doesn't make that trade for Ryan Tannehill, and, and he couldn't have known that Tannehill was going to be as good as he's been, like, we, we think differently about John Robinson if he doesn't have Ryan Tannehill. If, if that guy wasn't there to do what he's done, I, I think I think John Robinson got really lucky there. And listen, I think part of, you know, being an NFL GM and having success is getting lucky, right? I mean, you know, the Patriots drafting Tom Brady, they, they thought he was a player, obviously, but, I mean, the rest of the league let him fall to the sixth round. Sometimes, sometimes there's just some things that happen there that you don't expect. I think that's what, what went down with Ryan Tannehill. Obviously not anywhere close to the extent of what, what Tom Brady's been able to do. But Ryan Tannehill's been really good for this team. So the people that have been slandering Ryan Tannehill that do it nonstop. I got people blaming Tannehill yesterday in, in on Twitter for the offense not being good. Like, come on. Come on. That is so ridiculous. And, and like I said, I understand his limitations. I don't trust him in the playoffs. All, all those things are still true. The offensive line sucks. This offensive line is is inexcusable with the amount of th- uh, the amount of resources they've spent on it. The offensive line's terrible. He's got receivers in quotes running out there. I mean, Robert Woods is good. Nobody else, none of the other receivers are good. Austin Hooper finally got involved yesterday. He showed he can make some plays. They need to be featuring him more in this offense. But, I mean, the rest of that group, I mean, listen, Mason Kinsey, if Mason Kinsey is on the active roster, it's a problem. NWIS2 is a problem. NWIS3 is a problem. You know, people don't want to hear that, but it's true. So, Ryan Tannehill is doing as much as he can with with this group that he has. I don't understand why we can't find a better solution than Dennis Daly. He is terrible. Dylan Radins is terrible. I want to Dylan Radins at left tackle. I don't know why. I don't know why. The dude sucks. Like I, this is like it, it's bad. The offensive line is, is a problem. The offensive line is probably the biggest reason that I don't think this team can ultimately win anything of substance. They're going to win the AFC South. The AFC South's terrible. But like I don't think they can win against good teams. Because the offensive line is so so bad, and I mean obviously nothing's walking through that door. I, if you if you had Taylor Lewan, once Nate Davis comes comes back, I mean that was an okay line, right? Taylor Lewan's gone. Nate Davis hopefully will get back this week. He practiced a little bit, leading up to the Colts game, so I would assume he'll be back for the Texans. But th- they don't have a left tackle right now. And again, I, I think there's got to be somebody on the roster, somebody on the street, somebody on a practice squad, somebody they can trade for that's better. But right now, with Dennis Daly running out there, it's terrible. Ben Jones, man, you gotta love that dude, right? I mean, I, I've heard from people in that building that you know you'd have to like cut off one of his legs for him not to be out there and play. And you saw it yesterday, right? I mean, he was obviously, obviously hurting, hurting, struggling through to get through that game, but finished the game. I mean, just you, you love to see a performance like that from that guy, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, his I know his numbers, his yards per carry. People are going to point to that, talk about it. Those those last couple of drives, the last drive in particular, when Ryan Tannehill couldn't move, they were not going to throw the ball until they absolutely had to, which is what you saw with the pass to Austin Hooper. And he's still out there getting yards. He's still out there banging. You see the one where he's carrying the pile, the offensive linemen push him, pick him up, carry him. That is, I mean, that right there, that's a play right there that, I mean, you know, Mike Vrabel and John Robinson, that's 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 their football, right? That's what they want to see. Derrick Henry 
is getting tough yards with everybody in the world knowing he's getting the ball and he's able to make some stuff happen. We haven't seen him break the big one yet. It's going to happen. He was so close on one yesterday. Guy kind of got him by his feet. If that guy would have wouldn't have gotten him, we, we would have finally seen a big run. It, it's coming. It, it, it'll come against the Texans most likely. Um, he, he likes to he likes to beat them up, but he is going to have to put this team on his back for them to win football games, especially as long as the offensive line's in the shape that it's in, which I don't see any end to that, especially with Traylon Burks not out there. Hopefully he comes back, you know, after what I think he's got two more games that he has to miss. Um, but until then, like as long as it's in the, the team, the offense is in the shape that it is right now, it is going to have to go through Derrick Henry. And if we don't see the big runs, it's going to be a lot of three, four yards in a cloud of dust. And like we, we all – hate that it's hard to watch i said on twitter at one point yesterday isn't watching football supposed to be fun this team's not fun to watch sometimes because it's a hard watch but derrick henry is going to put this team on his back he's going to carry them until something else comes if it does okay and so you know i don't know what that point is but man that dude is he still got it he's still out there banging still the best running back in the league i don't care what the what the yardage numbers from other guys say He's still the he's still the best there is in the league, and I think we all need to make sure we enjoy watching him play because we're watching a Hall of Fame running back play the game, and I think maybe sometimes we don't appreciate that enough. All right, what we'll be watching this week? Um, obviously, Ryan Tannehill will be will be what we're all watching. Like I said, he was in a boot after the game yesterday. I, a lot of it's going to re- depend on how the ankle responds, you know, as he went home and went to sleep last night, how he wakes up this morning, all that kind of stuff. Those those are the things that we're going to have to watch. I would I, I can't imagine he's going to practice on Wednesday, and then we'll just kind of monitor him Thursday and Friday. Um, you know, they got Malik Willis. They tried to get him involved yesterday. A lot of hate for that play. I don't hate it. Um, I, I think, you know, a guy like that never taken a handoff in his life probably, or it's been a while since he has. Um, so that kind of stuff, you can expect a little bit of that. I, any any wrinkle that Todd Downing wants to put in this offense, I'm fine with. I'm fine with it. It didn't work out. I understand the fumble or led the points for the Colts, blah, blah, blah. Um, like, I, I get that, but I, I am fine with them having him on the field and looking for ways to get him involved because they've got to try to manufacture offense. Because like I said, like I, as I went through the guys that they have available, it's just not good enough, right? So I'm fine with, with that. The result obviously wasn't good, but the process there I'm good with. Is Malik Willis ready to start for this team? We may find out. I, I still I, I think Malik Willis is going to be a good player. I hold out hope for that. I'm not sure that he's ready yet. We saw him come a long way across the preseason. He's obviously coachable. Obviously a guy that's going to work hard. Um, how how much how many strides has he made from you know the last preseason game we saw him to now? We don't know because we don't get to see it. But um, I, I think that I, I think he can be ready. I think they can if if uh, Tim Kelly Todd Downing will put together a game plan that plays to his strengths, then I think the offense can be good with him. I mean I, maybe it'll be different than what they have with Ryan Tannehill. Um, but Malik Willis just stresses defense defenses in a way that Ryan Tannehill doesn't. Maybe it opens up an opportunity for more things. Not sure. I, I'd like to see it at some point. Hopefully not until next year. Um, but if we got to see it this week, hopefully he's ready. And they can be the Texans with him. The Texans are terrible. So regardless of who's playing quarterback, they should be able to win the, the Texans game. Then you got the Chiefs on Monday night. 
or not Monday night, Sunday night, the next week. I don't know if they're winning that game either way. Um, they're going to have to do to Patrick Mahomes what they did to him last year to win that one. Um, can they do it? They look like they have a chance yesterday. We'll see. But um, they need they need to be they need to have the whole group back at that point. Everybody healthy. I mean, Burks is not going to be back, but um, you, you need to be, you need to be as, as close to full strength on offense to win that game as you can. That's a measuring stick game to where we say you know right now we're saying Titans can win the AFC South can't win against the, the the legit Super Bowl contenders. That's how I feel about them. You know, maybe they go to Kansas City and prove otherwise. It'll be a good test to see that. But anyway, I mean, you really like the resolve, the resilience that this team plays with. That is a Mike Vrabel characteristic. He has put, he has built this team. He and John Robinson have built the culture. And, you know, for all the crap that I give Robinson for a lot of the bad picks that he's made, and there's been a bunch of them, um, they have built a culture here with this group that they are going to scratch and claw and fight to the very end and they're going to win games and that's what they have continued to do and so you love to see it again worry about what it what it looks like when you've got a team that can they can put up a bunch of points but for right now first in the afc south in a solid position to win that we'll see where it goes from there all right that'll do it for today we'll have plenty more about this game on mediacymiracles.com so check that out also follow on Twitter at jmorrismcm at titansmcm. Thanks so much for listening. We will talk to you again later.